Oh, hello. I didn't see you come in there. Welcome to MCU Diving Deep. Brian, did you see the WandaVision uh, merch, the Monica Rambo pin that's going around? I have seen the shirts, but I have not seen the pin. It's very cool. You can you can go to like maybe Murphy's Multiverse. They have a picture of it, I know. But um, I don't know anything about Monica Rambeau. What's the, is um, what's the superhero she becomes? Do you know? Yeah, she's like the second Captain Marvel, female second Captain Marvel. Because we don't know that she's the third actual one. <laughs> um, this is saying Spectrum. Spectrum. Yeah, I see a list with Photon, Pulsar, and Spectrum. Cool. Yeah. I am unfamiliar with those characters, to be completely honest. She is all of those characters, is what you're saying? Yeah, it looks like it. It looks like, you know, in the in the eighties she she took over as Captain Marvel. Nineties she was Photon, (laughs) early two thousands, Pulsar, and then beginning twenty thirteen, Spectrum. Interesting. I'm assuming because our comic book characters never age and she is the daughter of uh, Maria. Maria Rambo. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- I think they're all her. She and Carol and Ma- and Maria Rambo are all Captain Marvel at some point. But the fact, obviously in the MCU, it's like a time jump thing because she's a kid in Captain Marvel. Well, I guess not, right? Because that was in the 90s, and that was 20 years ago. Yeah. So, 30 years ago. Oh, Lord. But. Yeah, she's going to be an adult. She's going to be an adult in the show. Yeah. And and I guess I kind of assumed that that was because um, of the WandaVision, like, bubble or whatever it's considered to be. But she may have na- aged naturally, and we may never see Maria Rambo again, I'm guessing. Mm, I mean, I, I, as far as I would know, like unless there's some sort of character development for uh, Monica, where Maria, you know, gets killed off or something like that, then she's still alive, and it's only it's only been thirty years since 1990. <laughs> well, if we're like, like she would be dead. <laughs> Well, yeah, but I mean, she's not going to be running around in the Captain Marvel suit is where I'm, what I'm getting at. Well, yeah, fair enough. But we're in the MCU, it's now 2023. So right. It, right. it would be presumably 30 years. And mm-hmm. she was, what, eight, ten years old at the time in Captain Marvel? So yeah, I don't know. give or take. I don't remember. So, they, go ahead. Well, okay, so so touching back on on your previous point, if they both do get powered going into the show, like if if uh, you know, in the interim period between the Captain Marvel movie and starting WandaVision, they were both super powered or if if just Monica gets, you know, super powered, that's not to say that they they couldn't have some sort of longevity, right? Because um, even even with Carol Danvers 
she's the same age from 1990 yeah. till uh, Endgame. So, but she's the only one. So you're saying that at some point between then and now they've gotten powered. If if they did that, my yeah. thought pro my my thought is that they they aren't that yeah. Monica Rambo won't be powered going into the show and then either the show she will or I, I mean it seems like they're they're building her up because that's the direction that they're going to move they're going to have her be a prominent role whether it's for for shows or you know for movies or something but yeah and looking back and I was just thinking about this the other day actually in Captain Marvel you know they made a big deal about de-aging Samuel L. Jackson but Coulson is also there de-aged and then everybody else, it never even occurred to me that everybody else is basically gone from that movie besides maybe Jan Rog could maybe come back. Um, Ronan, I guess is the same as well, but Monica Rambeau will be older. And then we really, I was expecting Maria Rambeau to be like a staple for like the Captain Marvel franchise, but if well, I think now, I think she she still could be, but uh, just expecting you know her to have the natural aging progression yeah. rather than, which would also show kind of being Captain Marvel and being able to have kind oh, of yeah. a extended youth type of. Yeah, I, I they kind of did that with Captain America, so I hope they don't go that route. But yeah, yeah. It would be cool to see like an older black actress playing Maria Rambo or something, or even right. just like her in makeup the way they did Haley Atwell. Mm -hmm. Or the reverse uh, Samuel L. Jackson, right? <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson plays Maria Rambo now. And... <laughs> well, sure. I'm for it. So the other thing I think is cool about this is like she's got on this pin the sword logo. And again, I. Right. Not something I know anything about, but it's cool because, like, number one, we know that she's an acquaintance of Nick Fury, who's now involved with Sword. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense for her to be a part of Sword. But also, right. we could end up with another, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. type team, I think, which would be really awesome. Mm -hmm. Which, like, this time, characters that matter. I mean, Quake could even be back, which would be really cool, in my opinion. She's in space. She's in space. They, I, that's that's very smart. Now that we know Sword is a real thing, because uh, Feige can just do whatever he wants with Quake. He can be like, ah, no, I don't feel like it. We're just going to leave her out and nerf Shield. Yeah. Call it call it a day. Yeah. But the fact that they're calling her Spectrum is cool because it makes me think that like there's other superheroes and stuff that are going to be part of this team. Yeah. That's, that's something that I'm excited to see for like, uh, how, who, who's all going to actually be in. Cause it, it, has it been confirmed that there's the, the Nick Fury show? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So then, I mean, it's not been confirmed that that's a sword show, but that's kind of the thought process between us. Right. So, yeah. I I would believe that if they're going to have uh, Monica Rambeau or Spectrum in WandaVision and have her have a sword insignia, 
yeah on her costume that she would be in the other show so um yeah i mean that's who else are we gonna get right and it i don't know my we talked about this but my inclination was that nick fury was going to be a show about like the past part of you know what he's been doing this entire time right but maybe it won't be if if we've got a 35 year old spectrum on his team maybe it'll be some uh now stuff as well very cool stuff but where the the big takeaway is because she's in this this wandavision bubble potentially flying through time or space or whatever we could have a dumb dumb dugan resurgence and dumb dumb we we definitely could and we should (laughs) he could lead sword there we go. He's going to take over when Captain Nick Fury's gone. Okay, so we all, we already talked about this a lot, I think. Thanos is being in the Eternals. I don't yeah. know. If, uh, we There's been not been any rumors or anything that, that Josh Brolin himself is in the movie, but I guess um, there was a nod to um, – his actual heritage being an eternal itself. They didn't talk about deviance or anything like that, but Mm -hmm. um, Thanos being an eternal quote unquote. Um, It was in viral marketing installation called the direct Avengers station, an interactive exhibit that features MCU props and information to fans who want a close up experience with one of the world's most beloved pop culture franchises. It's in New York City. So I'm not really clear on what it is. It looks like kind of like a like a Pokemon Center kind of thing. Yeah. It's Pokemon Center in New York. It's basically like a like a Disney store, I guess would be comparable to. Yeah. I think it's like uh I think they have one of those in, in Las Vegas where it's like a museum esque type thing. Like a, a Marvel yeah like they've got like interactive exhibits i would assume it would be similar to that did you go you were in vegas a while ago weren't you i was in vegas a while ago and i went outside i saw the building that housed (laughs) that housed it chills i bet it gave you chills i i did i got chills i was (laughs) i was in awe it's a spectacle well that'll be interesting i'm really interested in how you and I, I mean, said we don't care about the Eternals really so I'm interested in how they tie everything up so that it, we actually do I don't I still don't think we will like <laughs> yeah I, Thanos as far as comics he's, he's tied to the Eternals in a way right because he's a, yeah. a, I don't know I guess like a mutant of like a deviant offspring sure sure so then what uh, we uh, what is kind of what's the the end game uh for for bringing Thanos back for this movie other than to have it be a nod like hey here's Thanos you guys liked him right yeah i think like i don't know um, the moment in infinity war where he explains his past like his uh, planet that was overrun or whatever by fatigue or uh, plague mm-hmm. and whatever it was. Right. Uh, I don't know. That was like a 
a memorable moment. So maybe that's the whole thing. But like the at, when they announced this movie, and like for the last couple years, like everybody's just been thinking, "What the fuck, Kevin Feige? Why are you doing this?" Right. Cancelled Inhumans. So I assume they've got to have a payoff somewhere. Right. I would. I I would hope so. And I would. I believe that there will be something that happens. <laughs> like I have full faith in Feige and and the MCU stuff. But as far as the movie itself, I I would I would equate my feelings on on this as uh the same thing with uh with ronan in the captain marvel movie yeah like like we we saw the movie that had had ronan and we see that he gets killed by the guardians of the galaxy yeah <laughs> and then we find out oh well he's gonna be in yeah uh, in captain marvel and it's exciting because we both like lee pace and yeah we <laughs> we both like what the concept of Ronan. Yeah. right and then he shows up and he's got like a line at the beginning and then he shows up with some ships at the end and then that's it yeah he leaves talk right. about a letdown like, i would imagine that that they wouldn't really do much more with thanos and this eternals movie than yeah kind of a similar type of thing yeah i'm you know, there's the rumor that uh, Harry Styles is playing Star Fox, who's his brother. So I'm really curious. I don't know why I have this, you know, impression in my head, but I keep thinking like the trial of Reed Richards and something like that, where Thanos would is going to be outcast from his uh, family and stuff like that. Maybe that yeah. explains a little bit more about why he's a to, uh, to kind of go into his his um, uh, like the the origin. Yeah, of, motivation. Of his, I guess it's madness or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I could see that, but how does that, how does that play out against what's happening for the rest of the Eternals movie, rather than just being a, yeah. oh, hey, by the way, this is going on at the same time, and you can see how it's happening. Yeah, so I guess part of me thinks that like you could watch infinity war and really sympathize with Thanos. Like, uh, it is pretty crowded around here. Lots Every of time I drive, you think, man, too many damn my finger and too many damn cars out here. Yeah. So maybe, I mean, like you can sympathize with them. So maybe this, this movie, what it's doing is if they out, they cast out Thanos and it turns out that that's the reason why he like comes up with this idea. It kind of mm-hmm. discredits like the logic that he has, like, if he if the reason that he's really doing it is because he's mad about being cast out and he comes up right. with this other thing afterwards then it's more it's petty i guess yeah then we get then we get another hour and a half of uh the other eternals who waste our Ooh. time until the post credit <laughs> scene where we can see black knight until black knight shows up and that's <laughs> it i'm super curious why Gemma chan is recast like is, is she a great actress i don't know her movies but does it have something to do with minerva why would they go to the trouble of reca- of casting the same actress twice within like three years yeah i don't know i thought i mean i, I thought she did fine as minerva yeah maybe she's a better actress than that i guess i maybe does that mean that we're not gonna get any more Minerva appearances. <laughs> Did she die? I just know maybe, she got beat up. 
maybe Minerva is Cersei. Could be. That's that's a thought. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, maybe the uh, whole Eternals thing is a fever dream, and it's. Oh. Uh, it's Patrick Duffy in the shower, or it's somebody. It's the lady. Patrick Duffy waking up. It's all been a dream. It's his wife. He doesn't wake up. Well, somebody Patrick, wakes up. I don't know. Patrick Isn't, Duffy wakes up in the shower, and he's been dreaming about the Eternals. My, my favorite Patrick Duffy wife is Suzanne Summers. So hopefully, it's a step-by-step type of reunion. Uh, nobody knows step-by-step. We can't reference things like that. <laughs> Patrick Duffy for Wolverine. Let's do it. Patrick Duffy. I'm I'm for it. This is a a skit for the listeners that have no idea what we're talking about. It's a skit from oh, what is it? Montana? What's the show called? Dallas. Dallas, okay. <laughs> Where the entire show ends up being a dream. Yeah. Um so Daredevil, as of yesterday, actually, the rights, it's as the final Netflix show, the Daredevil rights are back with Marvel. So there's this huge thing going on, hashtag save Daredevil. And like the big voice, Charlie Cox has mentioned it like a bunch of times. And I think he's actually even made appearances at like events and protests and things like that, trying to just stay relevant, I think, for the time being. But yeah, D'Onofrio went. Uh, whole hog on Twitter and uh, is telling people to sign this petition and shared it and says he actually did an interview too that said where he said like hey the kingpin is he, in not these words but he's the definitive uh, kingpin so oh, yeah for sure I'm all about it like that he, I, I'm almost I might go back and rewatch it like he's just Charlie Cox or not, he is so good in that show. Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio is great in everything. I, isn't he? He was he was convincing as a bug in a man suit. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like I I don't know how you, as a person that's in the entertainment business, would say, Vincent D'Onofrio, thank you for your suggestion, but uh, no. We're we're thinking of taking this a different direction. <laughs> We're actually going to hire Jesse Eisenberg and shave his head. And <laughs> We're going to give him some uh, a jar of pee or something. I don't know. Uh, it's so good. So the other, like where I, w- I wanted to take this was that Disney really has not, and we'll, we'll know more about this when John Krasinski is either cast or not cast as Mr. Fantastic, but Disney really hasn't shut down the fans like in this regard. No. I can't think of anybody that uh I mean push for. Well, I think that there was a push for uh uh Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, yeah. right? And that that came to be. And I mean <laughs> I'm sure that there's there's people in working for Disney and working for Marvel that that are kind of reading through all these fan things or or you know, looking at kind of, oh, well, what's the pulse of the fandom to think or who do they want? But I mean, at the end of the day, it's not like we get to pick and choose that type of shit either. So, uh, yeah, I know like, um, 
there was some back, I think, prior to MCU days, like Katie Sackhoff, I want to say, was pushed for several roles. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know her work beyond. I know she was in Chuck, and I know she was in uh, Mandalorian recently, but she was, like, thrown around, I think, a lot for Captain Marvel, in fact. But that never yeah. came to be. But she's a different, nothing against her, I would say a different caliber of actor. Whereas I think absolutely Vincent D'Onofrio, who's actually, I think, mostly been a TV actor. I think that he could be brought to big screen, at least Disney Plus, easily. Yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio's, I I don't know. He's kind of like a, a, in his own little bubble as an actor, right? Like. And that's like what D'Onofrio does is like, you're like, oh my God, it's the guy from um, Law and Order Criminal Intent and from, uh, oh God, what's that J-Lo movie? Uh, Cell. The Cell. And <laughs> and of course, Men in Black. Right. But I personally, like I'm, if I really, really hope they bring him back because I also want people to be talking about his appearance in Adventures in Babysitting as yeah. Thor. Yeah. So good. We have two Thors in MCU movies. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, so we just had like a big discussion about Chadwick Boseman like last week, right? It was, maybe it was the week before that. Yeah. But it's his 44th birthday, which I think um, is, is spurring all of this. Mm-hmm. They uh, updated the Disney Plus uh, intro to Black Panther with kind of that that Stan Lee montage that we were talking about that they did in Captain Marvel, um, and I'm assuming they did the same thing with the DVDs. It was as cool as when they did uh, the the Stan Lee one. Is it very much like that? Yeah, yeah, it's very much like that. But yeah, I I, I thought it was tastefully done and it and it looked good. You know, I. I don't know from what I was reading on it, like it seemed like it was a limited thing and I, I could be wrong about that, but hopefully it's not. Hopefully it's just, that's the opening for Black Panther, whether you know, you're watching it on Disney Plus or if it's on, um, if you're buying new copies of Blu-rays, yeah. DVDs, 4K. Um, that's what I, I was hoping for next as I was gonna say, I hope they update the, you know, the DVDs. Right. Um, yeah, but that's the way I think that's that's the way that they should do the the Black Panther opening moving forward for for the Black Panther two. Yeah, even with Black Panther, like, uh, pardon me, Black Panther two. Yeah, doing the same thing, just opening it that way. I think that it's uh, man. I think that's, that's, a, that's a good move. I just pull it up here that you know there's a frame where he's hugging somebody. It's heartbreaking. I guess I'm still expecting them to uh, do something else after seeing it. Yeah. Like it would be very, even if they use that same opening for Black Panther 2, I would be very surprised if there's not some kind of other tribute. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, that's all I got for news. Rumors real quick. So there's a lot of talk as there has been for the last like two months with Spider-Man three 
filming Alfred Molina, Alfred Molina to return as Dr. Octopus. What you think? What you think you want to see him back? Do it. Yeah. <laughs> How many times have I said Spider-Man 2 is my favorite movie? If anybody comes back, I would like to see him back. Right. Um, yeah, Alfred Molina is, is great. Um, his his uh, rendition of Doc Ock was great. Um, yep. Yeah. Why is this not already done? I think just because... Uh, Call him up tonight. <laughs> Feige, call him up. So there, there's like a lot of uh, there is a plot leak online allegedly. Yeah, um, I I think I've read two different ones though. So yeah, same. And shockingly, the ones that I've read did not have Spider-Verse in them. It was yeah, me too, me too. So honestly, that's what I would like. I I think it's far too early for a Spider-Verse movie, but if there is one, Alfred Molina is the person that I would like back above any of the other Spider-Man bad guys. I I, I mean, I think that if you just cast Alfred Molina to be the MCU's Doc Ock, it's, it's fine too. Yeah, that would be cool, actually. Dude, yeah. Um, I will say, I want him to have the bowl cut, though. I need to get the bowl <laughs> <Right>. cut. <laughs> So I just actually played through the uh, the Spider-Man remaster for PlayStation Five, mm-hmm. and I thought that they uh, their their version of of Doc Ock was was really good and it was really close to the Spider-Man Two one. So maybe I was a little biased, but oh really? I was thinking it was going to be the Spider Verse style, where it's a lady. Yeah. It was a, it was a boy, not to say that ladies can't be Doctor Octopi, either. They they yeah. can. <laughs> she was she was good in the movie. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at a picture of him now. He looks he looks like the penguin with octopus arms. Yeah, I like it. I'm down. Um, the other rumor, Florence Pugh, may be returning in Hawkeye, so. Makes sense. Black Widow in the MCU. It was Black Widow and Hawkeye had the the longest relationship, right? Yeah, and what I'm curious about is if uh, there's no talk about her being in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which mm-hmm. we think you and I have been talking is it may or may not be Thunderbolt heavy. Right. Um, so I would honestly. Um, this makes me think that she's going to be there first, you know, in addition to the fact that they've delayed Falcon and the Winter Soldier so that they can get Black Widow out first. So I, I'm, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that this, you think she's going to show up in that as well? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, that makes sense. I just want the Zemo purple Zemo mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are some rumors going around that Disney's, um, PR strategy I wouldn't even call it PR but is to leak these things unofficially um, yeah. as a way to control the narrative I guess so this would be an example of that like hey nobody's talking about Florence Pugh and Falcon and Winter Soldier let's leak that she's in Hawkeye mm-hmm. 
still going to be surprising and still going to make sense. Yeah. It's like they, they're smart. I don't know about that. They only made what? 25 movies that are interconnected. <laughs> that have all made a billion dollars. Billions. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's about all we got for the rumors too. So our next Diving Deep will be on Iron Man 2, which you and I have both already watched and done the homework for. So we will yeah. be getting to that a little bit sooner than... We'll get it quicker. Um, yeah. No need to wait three months this time. <laughs> It'll be shorter, though, because we already went into a lot right. of Iron Man's history. So, Right. Well, we do have to go through the entire filmography of Sam Rockwell, and Ninja Turtles is going to take probably a good 30 minutes right there anyway he and ninja turtles yeah. hold up a second here yeah he's in he's in the, the first ninja turtles movie what yeah what is he in ninja turtles he's like foot clan member that oh he is he's the young one isn't he yeah <laughs> it's awesome i forgot about that that's crazy you know here's one one other thing there is a uh, fan casting for the thunderbolts going around have you seen that no but tell me about it Oh, let's, let's, I'm going to share my screen with you. Let's go through it together. Cause it's okay. Cool. So check this out. How's this for a cast? We know Thunderbolt Ross will be in it for it. We know probably us agent. I mean, he'll be involved one way or the other. Yeah. Um, rumors are that taskmaster returns for the Thunderbolts. Sounds good. Um, this girl here is rumored. We've talked about her, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, but she is rumored to be Songbird. Um, Yelena Belova, which would be from Black Widow, potentially joining. So then that leaves the other, I mean, Zemo. This is a very large cast. Um, and then some of the fan casting stuff, Ghost from Ant-Man and the Wasp. I really don't yeah, see I don't, that happening. I don't know why she would necessarily be there. Yeah, especially after they just helped her and are right. working on healing her and stuff. Right. Um, Moonstone, I know nothing about, but I believe this is a fan cast as well. I don't think this this is rumored in any way. Yeah. So they have Abomination and then they have uh, Thunderbolt Ross, but underneath, it's basically implying that he's going to be Red Hulk. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why you would need both. I mean... Presumably, he's not going to be Red Hulk when he forms the Thunderbolts. That Fair was enough. actually in in the thread that I read about this. Is why would Thunderbolt Ross put um, a team together if he can already yeah. turn into the Hulk? Yeah, agreed. Yeah, and also, I mean, this is a huge cast, which I'm sure it will not. If the other person, no, yeah, here, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other person I'm, here is Justin Hammer as Detroit Steel, which is a bargain bin Iron Man. So. We're assuming that it took him. <laughs> Which Man fits with the whole narrative of what Justin Hammer has been so yeah. far. So, and it's, this just makes his character so much like he's already awesome in that movie and like hilarious yeah. to watch. But if he comes back 15 years after Iron Man 2 with an Iron Man suit finally and joins this ragtag team, oh, it would be so amazing. Mm hmm. I, especially in a in a role where he would have to be like second uh second like the star scream yeah. to thunderbolt ross <laughs> yeah exactly 
always, you know, in in the second spot, but trying to to overthrow it. Yeah, I can think you that would be great. Him trying to lead like this team and <laughs> nobody listening to him. And right. oh yeah, yeah, you go ahead. You're going down there. That's great. Ah, <laughs> uh, I can't wait for our Iron Man two diving deep because he is like the most fun part of that. Yeah, he is the best part uh, of that movie. But this bottom row, I think could feasibly be the Thunderbolts because that's mm-hmm. where they don't have like the same skills like right I I do you think Abomination is going to be back we we talked about how in the Iron Incredible Hulk how we want him to <clears throat> excuse me want him to be back but right I I mean I if I had to give you what I think no I don't I just I don't think he'll be back but I, I agree um but he should. <laughs> yeah, it would be cool. So, I mean, so far, if Red Hulk doesn't show up in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, there's not a huge CGI budget from what I understand, or not a not a big, there's not a, a giant CGI character, at least, which mm-hmm. uh, most of the other shows are going to have. We have Vision. Right. Um, She-Hulk. Miss Marvel is going to probably be pretty CGI heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, Hawkeye, they could probably do that with you know some plywood and stuff that they got around back of the garage. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be very CGI heavy. Yeah. Um, and then like the other one who's not on here, obviously, is Bat Rock. Like Bat Rock is rumored yeah. pretty heavily to be back, but. That that bottom row along with Justin Hammer, uh would be great. Only if they make George St. Pierre grow that that silly pencil mustache. That, that so the only thing has... the only thing that was missing on, on Pat Rock. Yeah, and they should I mean they they always talk about how they're true to the original costumes and stuff. It's about time we start yeah. getting the, the undies back with tights and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's call it for the night and okay. uh, I'll probably be back with another weekly next week. And then Iron Man two diving deep very soon. Very soon. Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Um, send, send Eric just mail to his house. <laughs> <laughs> send him letters. We, uh, the best thing you could do if you like the podcast um, either give us a rating, um, leave a comment or a review, uh, share us with people. Like, yes, we'd love to talk to you about anything. Obviously, if you contact us, but if you like what you're hearing, it would just warm our hearts and make us feel good if you could share this podcast. Yes, that would be absolutely wonderful, and we would love you even more than we already do. We will send you cash money now if you share this podcast. <laughs> I will send you a lot of money if you give me your bank information. <laughs> yes, give us your bank information. We will put direct deposit into it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.